The 2022 IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship season was a good one if you happen to be driving a plaid Porsche. This season, FAF Motorsports employed a new driver lineup consisting of Porsche Works pilots Matthew Jaminet and Matt Campbell as it made the jump to the new GTD Pro class. The move proved to be the right one as the pair racked up five wins on their way to the inaugural GTD Pro class title, the second IMSA GT championship in a row for the Canadian outfit. The season was dominant, only seeing the number nine crew finish off of the podium twice. Both drivers have since received the call to pilot Porsche's new 963 LMDH car next season, complete with a shiny new platinum driver rating for each from the FIA. I caught up with the dynamic duo to reflect on a memorable year, find out what made FAF so strong this season, and to look ahead to what's next for the newly crowned GTD Pro Champions. We're recording this ahead of Motul Petit Le Mans. The championship is almost wrapped up. You guys have done most of the hard work already. Let's just take a look back through the season. Has there been one win this season that's been particularly memorable? You guys have looked fairly dominant from start to finish. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, uh, looking back at the season, uh, Daytona was, I think, the highlight um, from my side. Um, because, yeah, it's the, it's the biggest race of the year. Uh and it starts also with the biggest race of the year in IMSA every year, so that's that's uh, always a challenge. Um, and yeah, uh, the way the way it ended up, um, and to to finish off with a win, uh, it was the first target of the season. Try to win Daytona and then try to grab the championship. Uh, now it's looking good for both. And uh, yeah, for me, I would definitely put this one as an highlight. But looking at all the wins, I think they are all pretty much special because we won in a lot of different ways uh, sometimes we were the quickest sometimes we were basically the so slowest car and still won the race on strategy uh, with the guys in the pits so uh, it really showed our consistency and the work as a group so yeah i'm just proud of of, of all we have done but yeah the, the small highlight for sure would be daytona Let's keep it with Daytona for a second because that was maybe one of the memorable highlights of the season that late in the race, the battle that was going all the way through. You mentioned sometimes you were the quickest, sometimes you were the smartest strategy-wise. On that day, you might have been the toughest. Yeah, I mean, in uh, in that particular scenarios, uh, when you have two drivers um, pretty much ready to risk everything to get a win, uh, at some point you you need to get tough. Um, Obviously, it was a real team effort because uh, everybody remembers the end. But uh, I was also in that position from of all the work which have been done before, and uh, and the, the job also of Matt in the in the two previous stints because we had on strategy and advantage on fuel uh, over the KCMG car, and uh, at the t at the time we could overcut, and then uh, from there it, w it was a fight. But um, yeah, it was crazy, and uh, we had to take a lot of risk. Luckily, it paid off. It could have also end up maybe in a in a in a in a bad situation, let's say. But uh, yeah, it worked it worked out for us, and I think this one will stay in the in the video clips for another couple of years when we look back at previous Daytona finish. So yeah, that was that was pretty cool. And Matt, I'll ask you the same question: Was there one win this season that has stood out to you as a favorite, or or one that was more memorable than others? Um, yeah, I think Matthew pretty much covered it all. Uh, Daytona for sure topping the cake um you know we've both uh, been on the podium in daytona a couple of times and to finally uh, clinch it especially the way we did with mature in the final stint was uh, very memorable and, and obviously extremely special for for everyone so uh yeah it's for sure the, the highlight of the year but in saying that you know it's been a, a phenomenal year and you know I, I think it goes well above our expectations going into the year um you know i think we we knew we had a Let's say a competitive package with FAF going into the year, but uh, didn't think it would quite turn out the way it did for sure. 
How important is that to know that the car is right out of the box, to know that you have something competitive before even the first round of the season? Yeah, I think uh puts us in a really good stat and, and you know, mindset going into a full season. I think uh, I can speak on behalf of myself and Mathieu that, you know, we'd always uh, competed in IMSA in the last sort of three or four years and it was always our dream to come and do a full season uh, and especially together. We've been driving together for the past three years now and for everything to come together this year and especially the way it did with FAF, you know, and I, I must say I uh, first drove with FAF in 2019 when they were new to the IMSA WeatherTech Championship and seeing their progression, um, you know, to join them after a, a championship year last year as well. It was uh, really exciting for us both. And I think uh, the combination of Minimature and the, and the entire team have gelled really well together as well, which has made it even more enjoyable for the for the whole year. So it's been uh, a real highlight. And Mantu, I'll turn to you. How important is it to have the right guy as your teammate? You know, the guy sitting next to you here as we're recording and even Felipe for the endurance rounds. How important is that chemistry that Matt spoke to? I think in endurance racing is one of the key of the success. To be honest, um, I'm I'm someone which likes to to work with uh, with people and enjoy uh, working with them uh, on track and if if possible also outside the track. And uh, that's the relationship that we have uh, with Matt, Matt and also Felipe, which uh, got in this year was a new guy at Porsche. We didn't also really know what to expect. Uh, if I'm uh, very straightforward, so uh, in the end uh, it was a a nice surprise in Daytona when we got to to meet Felipe and actually we got along very well also outside the track so we really build a relationship um, all together and then also with Matt uh, on the season and I think one of the strengths is that we just um, don't compete with with each other but really try to help each other and help the team always to go forward and uh, you know always people say yeah there is no ego in the team and uh, we we hear always these sort of stories in endurance but uh, I think uh, for us it's really uh, really actually happening and uh, all the team we've been I think they've been surprised on how we actually work uh, together and that uh, we, we just put it together on the line uh, pretty 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 well so yeah it's it, in the racing it's it's what you need and uh, yeah I really enjoyed the season in the end with him but also with the team and Matt I'll turn to you Matt you talked about the chemistry and the atmosphere on the team and how sometimes that has surprised other people on the paddock how would you describe the atmosphere at FAF this season? Uh, I suppose if you can sum it up in one word, it would just be like, you know, everyone's gelled together really nicely. You know, I think we have full trust uh, among everyone, which is really important in endurance racing and in the team sport. And everyone's um, really come together. Um, you know, me and Mature have obviously, you know, done a really good job at times in the car. But, you know, on strategy and pit stand, uh, you know, the, the crew have done an incredible job throughout the whole year. And uh, that's how we've really won, you know, probably half our races is just on a pit stand and, and even the guys in the pit stops. I mean, I think they've been more or less the fastest down pit lane of of all cars and uh, we've actually made zero mistakes in, in pit stops. I mean, knock on wood for this weekend, obviously one more to go, but uh, yeah, the team's just done an incredible job and I think as a, as a whole, uh, we've worked in incredibly well together. So I think that for sure has been our key for, for such a high consistency throughout the entire season. Obviously, for those watching at home or listening, as they're following the race along, they may see or hear about the pit stops. But what is it like to have kind of a well-oiled machine, as you said, that FAF does in the pit stops that runs at such a high level? Yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, especially being on the pit stand, you know, seeing the communication amongst all the guys, uh, you know, coming down to those split-second decisions. Um, you know, it's really impressive to see. And, and also the transparency uh, between, you know, all of us as well, between drivers and 
strategists and, and engineers and everything in those uh, split second moments because uh, you know there's been a few moments this year where you know we've opted to maybe do two tires uh, either on the left side or rear or something like that and that's always been decided more or less when the car's been in pit lane and uh, you know it's really come down to to the wire and those pit stops and that's what's uh, you know made or, or broke uh, you know those sort of races so uh, it's been quite impressive for that because uh, I think the whole team just has such good trust, especially on the pit stand for these sort of decisions, which has, uh, you know, for sure been one of the most critical components of our entire season. And Matthew, from the outside, it looks like this championship has been mainly smooth sailing. I'm sure there's been a lot behind the scenes that people don't know. What were some of the major difficulties or struggles that FAF has had to face this year? That's actually a good question. Um, I think we never really, really struggled uh, badly for sure we had weekends where we were missing missing speed uh, and I'm thinking especially of uh, Watkins Glen and Sebring uh, where we were definitely uh, way off the pace but even in that case we still end up with a, with a top 5 and, uh, and a podium in Watkins and could have been maybe even more in Watkins so even with no speed because the team always puts us in, in with the strategy in, in a position where we can achieve something so even on on the bad days, uh, yeah, we try to to do our best, and uh, they give us targets on, on on fuel and tires, and sometimes takes gamble on two tires and stuff like this to make the difference. And so far, it always worked; they were always right. So uh, I don't see in the end a lot of uh, or a real negative or real struggle over the season because in the end you cannot win every race, and you can always you cannot always be the quickest. So that's also part of the game. So when we really look at it, it was I'd say a perfect season, pretty much. And Matt, I'll ask you the same question. Was it a perfect season or were there maybe some little struggles behind the scenes that people may not have picked up? Um, I think as the season go, you must say it'd be like pretty well close to perfect. Uh, I mean, when you have to look at it as a whole and what we've been able to achieve uh, and what Matthew touched on as well regarding, you know, uh, Sebring especially and, and Watkins. I mean, Watkins, we still came away for podium, which was a, a difficult weekend, you know, trying to tune the car and find speed. And we still end up on the podium through, through strategy. Uh, and a little bit of luck and, and Sebring as well. I mean, that was probably the toughest race we had all year because we really struggled to find a direction with the car. And in the end, we we found some things after the weekend that weren't quite right. But, you know, the team found these and we were able to move on. So I think, uh, you know, just goes to show the level that FAF's, uh, you know, performing at and, and has uh, grown as well because, you know, from my first time with them, as I mentioned before, to now, uh, they've come a, a huge way and, they're really a uh, you know a factory sort of level team, so it's really impressive to see, and they go above and beyond in in all areas. What do you think has changed the most that has helped FAF evolve in such a positive way over the years? I think the biggest thing is just experience. You know, obviously when they came into the IMSA Championship, it was quite different to at the time probably World Challenge and, and Cup racing. Uh, you know, and even in that first year when they got a couple of wins, um, you know, it was very very special. But you could definitely see that. You know, the team was still very raw and, and that was across all areas. Nothing to, to say against them. But, you know, when you're a new team coming into such a championship, um, you know, mistakes can happen. And obviously, they're learning a, a new car that season as well. It was the first year of the the 2019 GD3R. And, you know, the team's uh, progressed a lot with his car. And, you know, it's really impressive also on the engineering side what Andrew's done uh, to be able to find performance and, and do new things. So, um, yeah, I would say just, uh, you know, the evolution over the last three years has been really, really cool to see. Matthew, what's been exciting to you about how FAF has changed and evolved during your time with them? I mean, for me, it's uh, it's different because uh, I just joined the team this year, obviously. So um, I'd say I was not, um, I had just no idea what to expect. Uh, I knew, okay, they won the championship last year. 
in GTD, but I also knew that now we were fighting against factory teams with BMW and Corvette and, uh, and, and, and Lexus and is our factory. And uh, I think Aston's got also good support. So it was a kind of a question mark. And then, yeah, I just got in uh, in Daytona and I could see, okay, these guys know what they are doing. <laughs> uh, and it just uh, runs smoothly also to, to get integrated into the team uh, because of Matt, which could introduce and, and help me get, in, get along with the team. And then from a pure work, uh, they were already right there so for sure we just bring uh, i think uh, our touch uh with matt and some things we we wanted maybe on the car um and then yeah it was just easy going <laughs> for me it was just easy going and pretty much everything was going well so i just had to do my job and uh and that's it pretty much well it's a nice segue in, into one of my final questions here is heading into this weekend obviously all you have to do is start the race to cinch the championship you've done a lot of the hard work how do you deal with that mentally as a driver? Do you go in excited, a little bit nervous, somewhat neutral? Um, I mean, from my side, I'm pretty relaxed. Uh, and I think like we have been all year and uh, I think this was one of our strengths is that we were pretty much relaxed, uh, whatever the weekend was and happening. So yeah, I think we will keep the same approach. Uh, now we know we just need to start the, the race to clinch the championship. So we'll try to to make sure the guy's on the grid and starting and then from there on uh, it's 10 hour race so we have nothing nothing to hide nothing to play we just go all in and uh, hopefully we are there at the end and if we can get one more win we'll do otherwise yeah it's been anyway a great season so uh, anyway have a good party on saturday and sunday night <laughs> and matt i'll ask you the same question what's the target for the race this weekend going out full beans chasing that sixth win yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, from the team's point of view, you know, the motivation and and our focus is still exactly the same as it has been uh, all year. Obviously, uh, you know, we've just got to start the race, be, be able to clinch the championship. But, you know, as soon as that first lap's over, it's down to business and, and try and get a six win on the board. So from uh, the team's point of view and, and, and my side, it's uh, still game on and we'll do everything we, we can to be able to get another one on the board, especially, um, you know, endurance championship is still up for grabs. You know, it's been incredible that we've been able to tick some a lot of boxes, but it would always be nice to be able to tick uh, another one off the, off the list. So, uh, yeah, I think for us, it's uh, business as usual for sure. After tremendous battles with Lexus and Corvette, FAF Motorsports came out of Motul Petit Le Mans with their eighth podium of the year. But more importantly, by taking the green flag, they secured the drivers, teams, and manufacturers' titles. And before I let you go, I need to ask you about next year. Both of you will be representing Porsche in the 963. How do you feel that this season and mixing it up and often running in front of a lot of big manufacturers with massive support, how do you feel that that has prepared you for running in the 963 next season? Yeah, I think uh, you know it's really exciting. Obviously, going into next year, uh, joining Porsche Penske Motorsports and and making the big step up. You know, it's been both our dreams to be able to progress to the top level of uh, you know endurance racing in, in prototypes, and now the opportunity's finally presented itself. So that's really exciting. But uh, you know, going forward, obviously, we don't know quite yet which uh, championship we'll be competing in. Um, so we'll have to wait and see for that. But uh, yeah, this year has been really good for us. Been a nice change, I think, uh, for us as well um you know in the past years always competing in sort of three or four championships and to finally get a full season in the us and and sort of one main program it's been a, a really nice change for that and you know for the focus and everything and, and build up to next year so i think uh you know it's been a nice way to be able to end our, our gt sort of uh careers for now uh before stepping up the prototype so been uh, really nice in that aspect i think it was a was a good training um i mean we we 
compete against uh, top pro drivers and, uh, and top factories against us. Uh, and this is what's going to be next year also with, uh, with Porsche Penske Motorsport racing the Porsche 963. So um, I feel we are prepared, um, whatever the championship is, because I think you need to be very a very complete driver to be, to be successful in IMSA because uh, the championship requires uh, a lot of things to be, to be always up front. And uh, yeah, this year we, we showed that we, we are capable of doing some good things together with Matt. So now we'll see where we race next year. But uh, if, it's, uh, if it's in himself, for sure, I, we feel, uh, I believe we feel well prepared. Well, I can certainly say we love having you both in the paddock. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers.